Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, coming up, we have stories about Thanksgiving, of course. Cake and Thanksgiving, of course. Child-free weddings, eating someone's cake samples, sharing your engagement party with someone not engaged, and a petty revenge holiday-style story. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder with another Reddit story for you. This one is titled, Am I the Askinaut for Threatening to Skip Thanksgiving? I was born on Thanksgiving. As a result, every year we celebrate Thanksgiving and my birthday on the same day. I get presents, my favorite leg, and ice cream. Turkey leg, I hope. It's how we've done it every year with the exception of two years because of milestone ages. The other day, my mother makes a group chat and tells the immediate family that we will have one extra guest, my brother-in-law. His birthday falls on this Friday, an entire week before Thanksgiving break. My mom found this out and said that we can do a joint birthday. I told her no, I didn't want that. She argued that it was his birthday too, and she could do what she wanted. I flat out said if I see a cake made for him, I'm leaving and I'm not coming back. The group chat did not like that. Everyone started defending my mother, calling me a brat and selfish, but I just don't want to share another thing that's supposed to be for me. My high school graduation, overshadowed by my stepfather's retirement. Getting into college, oh, my older brother got in too, an entire semester before me. Let's celebrate. I get overlooked so much, I paid for my own senior pictures and graduation pictures, but I'm conceited enough to gift those pictures to everyone for every occasion. So Reddit, am I the astronaut? Edit to add, y'all, the year I was born, I was born on Thanksgiving. We celebrated on Thanksgiving every year. It's a tradition. (laughs) People are like, I get it now. Commenters are like, "Uh, Thanksgiving technically can't be your birthday because it changed. Yeah. Edit to add two. I have spoken to my family about my feelings and everything that entails that. They still ignore me and call me selfish. Okay, there is an update in here, but before the update, let's let's talk about this for a minute. Am I the astronaut for threatening to skip Thanksgiving? There's no age given here, so that's kind of tough. Um, I mean, it it shouldn't matter that much. We know that they're they've graduated they've graduated high school, right, and gotten into college, so we know that they're at least 18 years old. That's about all we know right now. Um, I mean, you can't be an asshole for feeling something. This is one of those things, though, that uh, those feelings are kind of bubbling out into this one moment. Either I got the vibe that it, it is. Opie doesn't want to share anything, but particularly doesn't want to share anything with brother-in-law. It's like somebody just married into the family. Oh, and now his birthday is just as important as mine. Well, cool. I mean, what harm comes from sharing this day, I guess. In our families, we do a lot of joint birthdays, and it's not. I mean, you don't get less for it. It's just everybody comes together at one time to celebrate multiple birthdays. You don't. I mean, what do you really suffer for it, I guess? I don't know. It's tough. OP says, I've spoken to my family about my feelings and everything that entails that. They still ignore me and call me selfish. 
So it's not just feeling like you have to share it with Thanksgiving now. Now there's another person into the mix and now you're you have 33 percent of the day. All right, let's dive into the update and see here. I'm unsure. I'm unsure right now. I'm, I'm hoping the update will clarify for us. Update slash edit. I want to thank everybody who responded. I have read through as much as I can. I know I'm not the asshole for how I feel, but the way I went about it could have and should have been better. There's some emotional maturity going on here. Okay. Okay. Brownie points for that. I will apologize for that and for being a bit dramatic in my word choosing. I also realized that maybe this issue wasn't the issue that I needed to be focused on. You guys are right. It was the straw that broke the camel's back and I blew it up way more than I needed to. I will not be going to family Thanksgiving this year. Instead, I will be hosting my own Friendsgiving. No birthday talk until the actual day of my birth, and I'll think of something to do with my girlfriends. Seriously, even the YTA comments, I thank you. It helped me see that some hills aren't worth dying on, and sometimes I just need to back away. I also feel like I should clear some things up. One, I don't get the entire day. I get 10 minutes set aside for ice cream and two presents. I get my favorite right leg at dinner, but that's as far as being special gets. Seriously, after those 10 minutes, I go back to being ignored. As a matter of fact, I'm the only one who cleans the kitchen because if I say no, everyone screams at me. Two, I don't particularly like having my birthday on the holiday, but I know how my family gets when it would like to change something, so I've never argued that aspect of it. Three, I love my brother-in-law and my entire family. It's just us. No extended family comes. No one from out of state or even hours away comes. Four, I listed a few, but not all of the examples of times I've been cast aside. My brother got two college acceptance celebrations, one for just him, and then the second time for me and him. Well, that doesn't make sense. My own traditions start now. It's like y'all said, I'm a grown-ass adult. I need to act like it. And thank you for the birthday wishes. This year will be the best one yet. Well, freaking good for OP here. I think that's fantastic that they finally took life into their own hands and they said, you know what? I'm going to do this on my own terms here. And now it has me questioning everybody that we do joint birthday parties for because the family comes in from a multiple different areas and logistics are hard. Now I'm starting to feel like I'm the asshole or we're the assholes for doing joint birthday parties. I really got to think about this and evaluate things and see how it makes the people feel that are involved with that. And if it's something that they actually feel something for that it has some kind of negative effect. Maybe maybe we need to make it more complicated on the rest of the family and split those things up. I don't know. I, I still don't know what the answer is there. But I think that the way that they, they went about this realization and needed that third party, aka Reddit, to jump in and be like, okay, here are the things that you need to look at that you're not seeing right now because you're too close to it. And then seeing those things and growing as a person and saying, okay, I'm going to solve the problem instead of just bitching about it shows some real maturity that I got to give them another another round of applause for and they were actually focused on fixing a problem not just trying to to take a dig at someone so yeah we're gonna go nta here i think that's fantastic of them i applaud them nice work nta and i think it's enough to uh to make a lot of people reevaluate how they approach joint birthdays do the blake shelton Hey, it's Dusty Thunder with another Reddit story for you. This one comes from the AITA subreddit and is titled, Am I the astronaut for refusing to have a fully child-free wedding? So I recently proposed to my long-term girlfriend, and we are planning for a wedding in the summer of next year. Everything is still in its very early stages. My fiancé has expressed that she wants a child-free wedding, which I am all down for, but I want to make one exception. My son, 15 male, I had him from a previous relationship, and we have evenly split custody of him. 
Or surely it wouldn't mean your own children get excluded, right? Until now, my fiancé has gotten along great with him. We've had days out as a family, and she's gone to see his games. He plays ice hockey, and she's even taken him out on fun days, just the two of them. I brought up that I wanted to make an exception to the no kids rule for my son. She shot down the idea straight away and said that she didn't want anyone under 16 there. She doesn't want to feel like she or anyone else has to babysit on her special day. Oh, girly girl, red flag time. We have gone to red alert mode, everybody. It's a pretty important day that you shouldn't be excluding members of your newly blended family out of know what i mean it's kind of a big deal it's it's kind of a big deal uh do i have any wedding pictures back here i don't was oh yeah i have one i don't know that you're gonna be able to see that very well this is me with the boys and the girls were involved too uh but our kids were very much part of the day I just happen to have this here. So I told her that no one would have to babysit him. He's 15 and she knows he's well-behaved and a generally quiet kid. She then changed her reasoning and asked why I wanted my old family and life on the day I was supposed to make a commitment to her and our new family. Another one of these. You pissing me off, lady. I told her while I will be making a commitment to her, my son will still very much be my son and my family. She then equated it to me wanting my ex at her wedding, which I do not want and never asked for really i told her that i don't care about the aesthetics of the wedding and that she can pick everything else the food the aesthetic the music the dress but all i want is my family at the wedding my parents my sisters and my son that is my only ultimatum when it comes to our wedding she started calling me controlling by giving me an ultimatum and said i had initially agreed to a child-free wedding and now i'm gaslighting her I said we can have a mainly child-free wedding, but with this one exception, an expectation that guests can't even complain about being unfair since the only child is the son of the groom. She called me a dick and now is not talking to me. I really think that this is a reasonable request, but maybe I'm not seeing something. So am I the astronaut? Bro, you're not seeing something, but it's not that you're unreasonable. It is that your fiance is unreasonable. Your fiance is gaslighting your fiance put on this charade of liking your son but let me tell you this if she is willing to exclude your son from your wedding day and not just that but equate you wanting him there to you wanting your ex to be there and say why do you want your old life behind when you're supposed to be committing to your new one those are red fucking flags bro that is a sign to you That she has no intention of making your son part of your new family moving forward. And that should be enough to be like, time out. Hold everything. Don't even send those save the dates out yet. Because this shit has to be clarified before you move forward. That is a deal breaker. You, sir, are NTA. But there's a potential for you to fall into several ASCON categories here if you cave at all. There's the potential for you to be a giant asshole to your son and as a father and to your family. I am worried for you right now. I'm genuinely worried for you right now because this is a Kobayashi Maru. And I know I say that a lot, but it really is because there is a no win. There's no winning here, right? It's either you stick to your guns, which is what you absolutely should do and protect your position as the father of your child. But more so than that, you're protecting your family. Because right now, there's someone who is attacking your family. And the family that you created is the son that you have. You may be starting a new chapter of that right now. But that starting of a new chapter is you inviting her into your family, which is you and your son. It is not starting clean slate over with her 
and no one else. That is not how this works. And it doesn't sound like she understands that. And you've got to clarify that to her right now. Otherwise, you're going to be committing to something that is going to be a world of pain for you because she is going to exclude your son. Your son's going to hate you. You're not going to have a relationship with him. And you're going to be regretting every moment of your life. She, for wanting this and for treating your desire to have your son there, I'm sorry, bro. You've got an ASCON one on your hands here. You're not the asshole. Someone who spun this the way that she spun this and then immediately turns this around as you gaslighting her freaking warning signs. How is this a discussion in the first place ever? And the fact that it is and the fact that she's she's planting this flag and saying that you're gaslighting her, dude, it's not right. If there's a silver lining to be had in any of this, it's that you're finding out now before you marry this woman. This is a deal breaker, man. It's an absolute deal breaker. And I know you, OP, have this stance in here that it's you say it's your only ultimatum when it comes to your wedding, but you also give no indication in this of being willing to leave her over this. And I think you've got to get your mind ready for that fact because you have to you have to assume that with every fiber of your being when you have this conversation with her and be like, look, either this is how this goes and this is what you're accepting and this is what you're willing to be a part of or we go no further. That's it. And frankly, I'm concerned that this wasn't a conversation that was had before you put a ring on her finger and proposed, but you better figure it out now. You say next summer, that's like six months away. So current theory is that it was possibly a charade with the son up until this point. It's her. It's her twisting this whole situation around and saying that you are gaslighting her by you wanting your son to be there. That is the biggest red flag of all here. Right. Because this is this is now I'm going to in every kind of conflict where I'm not getting my way immediately assume the role of the victim and accuse you of gaslighting. And that's how the rest of your life is going to be. Obviously, your son and your family are the biggest issue here, but that is also an indicator of what the rest of your life is going to be. What the hell, man? And it's not just her saying, "Okay, fine, I guess it can be there. Now you have to overcome this whole conversation and be like, I need clarification about who the hell you really are, because otherwise this wedding ain't going to happen. It's just not. Uh, Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one comes from the AITA subreddit and is titled, Am I the Askonaut for Eating at the Children I Babysit for House? Wait, what? Confused by this. Am I the Askonaut for Eating at the Children's I Babysit for House? Okay, I'm going to rewrite this for OP. Am I the Askonaut for Eating at the House that I Babysit at? I think that's, that's, that's easier to comprehend. Okay, here we go. I, 20 female, babysit for some extra cash on the side. This just happened and it's eating me up, so here we go. Hey, you think that was an intentional pun? I don't know. So the family ordered pizza for dinner. Mom left cash on the table for me to pay. It was me and two boys, 7 and 10, and we ordered a large cheese pizza and breadsticks. I have always been under the impression that the babysitter is allowed to have a reasonable amount of dinner if they're expected to serve dinner. I've babysat a few times in the past and have never encountered this. When the parents came home to relieve me, they asked how tonight went. I said fine and said that the pizza place was really good as I had never ordered from there before. Mom looked at me puzzled and asked why I ate the kids dinner. Really? I said I just had two pieces of pizza and a breadstick. I feel as if this was not an inappropriate amount to eat. However, the parents disagreed. Dad said they didn't expect 
to have to feed me dinner as well and told me not to eat their family's food. (laughs) Overall, I'm very uncomfortable and confused by this experience. Both boys were fed and did not complain about being hungry for the rest of the night. I personally have always assumed, perhaps wrongly, that if I am expected to serve dinner as a sitter, then I am welcome to have a serving. Is this something anyone else has experienced? Am I the astronaut? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, beer today. That's a hard pass on babysitting there again. Uh, Candy Thunder actually left us a note here with her thoughts on it. Candy's notes. I was a babysitter for years for many different families. I have never encountered this in my life. They've always encouraged me to eat as much as I liked and to let them know what snacks I like so they could have food on hand for me specifically. They're asking you to take care of their babies, their children, and they can't even offer you a slice of pizza. Tell them to lose your number and to never contact you again. I would offer anyone I trusted to watch Navy an entire pizza. If I find someone I trust and my child enjoys having them around, I'm not going to concern myself with an effing slice of pizza. This, to me, gives the help, right? This is the people your baby is sitting for view you as the help. They're viewing you as less than. They're viewing you as a service provider, as a vendor, not a partner in this endeavor. Uh, And, you know, in our in our business, it's very clear whenever someone that we're working with has a viewpoint of us that is a vendor and not a partner. And that is uh, the it never goes well. There's no trust. There's no understanding. There's unreasonable expectations. And you are not a vending machine. That's not what you are. This is a partnership. Babysitting is a partnership. You work with them. They work with you. That's how this is supposed to work. This is a lack of respect, which is concerning because they respect you enough to care for your children and keep them alive. But they don't respect you enough to give you a slice of pizza. What? I'm just confused. Um, and maybe they're the kind of the assholes that were like, well, well, you know, if we knew that you, you were, we were feeding you dinner too, we would have offered you a lower rate to compensate for the dinner. All right. So if you hire a babysitter, just assume that you're going to feed them as well, especially if it's during dinner time. So whatever rate you're setting, just assume that you're also going to have to buy some food in there too. If you're buying food for your kids, what harm? It's not like, it's not like she, she ate two slices and then the kids couldn't eat anything. Like she took the last two and the boys and the kids were like, Oh man, I'm still hungry. That is not the case here at all. They were fed. They had everything that they need to have. Well, they did. That's the weird part. They left enough money for a large pizza, which was enough for everybody to eat. They just didn't want her to actually eat any of it. There's not a lot of, of context given if this is somebody that I've babysat a few times in the past and never encountered this. It sounds like it's a family that she hasn't worked with a lot. Um, and, and I would say that this is an anomaly of a family. It's no, I think we NTA'd here, but we're going to go ahead and NTA just for sure. NTA, you are not the astronaut for eating at the house you're babysitting at when instructed to order a pizza for the kids. You are not the asshole for having a slice of said pizza. If someone expects you to order a pizza and not not have a slice, they're the assholes and they have no respect for you. And I would tell them to lose your number like Candy Thunder said and never do it again. And um, and if this was the first time that you've babysat for them, I'm assuming they have a lot of churn in this role. They have a lot of one time babysitters that are like, yeah, I think I'm good. Hey, 
Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one is titled, Am I the Askinaut for telling my kids that if they don't go to my wedding, I will not be attending their wedding? I'll start at the beginning. My ex-husband was a good father, but a terrible husband. I divorced him when my oldest was 14 and youngest was 10. Well, he ended up spiraling and the kids were exposed to that. I was blamed for ruining dad. He got better after a few years, but ended up doing it again when he learned that I was dating. So the kids kept trying to get me not to date since it will affect their dad. It was an awful time since to the kids, I was responsible for what he did and reacted to things. I'm red flagging that because that's bullshittery bullshittery and i'm sure his narrative was blaming you for 100 of it too which is just bullshittery in the end i just kept my dating on the low end which wasn't hard since it wasn't introducing the kids to the men anyways all i had to change was not posting on social media also yes i sent the kids to therapy they all stopped when they hit 18 or my middle child refused to talk so i pulled him the oldest is now 25 and the youngest is 21 and i got proposed to i sat them down and told them they were not happy and were pissed that I was doing this to dad. Lots of talk later, and I thought it was good. The wedding is in two weeks. I got a text from all of the kids saying that they will not be at my wedding, that they need to support dad during this time. I had enough and texted them that if they don't want to go to my wedding, it will damage our relationship, and I will not be attending their own weddings when they get married. They were pissed, and it started an argument, and all of them think that I am a huge jerk. I truly hate that I can't do anything that makes me happy since it will affect my ex. There is an update. Well, let's chat for a second. Dude, this guy. This guy. Oh, no. I think I'm spiraling again. Your mother must be dating somebody. He knows exactly what he's doing. Your kids are getting played and they're allowing it to happen. That's the part that needs to stop here. It is not this 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 little window into one tiny isolated incident. This is a whole big picture where your kids are pawns and your ex-husband is the one pulling the strings on all of this shit. He's using them to control you, even in adulthood. Wow. Wow. How have you not sat down with him yet and been like, hey, kids, don't you see what's happening here? Don't you find it odd that he was a terrible husband, but now is like, can't handle the fact that I'm happy and moving on? Why wouldn't he just try to focus on being happy himself? You ever thought about that? You ever thought about how you guys get deployed as little minions to do his bidding and also quit giving him intel and also quit paying attention to the tantrums? It cannot be your fault. Your happiness cannot have an inverse relationship with his happiness. It does not work like that. He is the one making it happen that way. And they have to somehow detach themselves from that narrative because they're going to be pawns their entire fucking lives. Sorry about that. Does dad spiral whenever they have happy, healthy relationships? Is it just anybody having happy, healthy relationships? Or is it just you? Because he can't stand to face the consequences of his own actions of being a shitty husband for so long and then seeing you successful with someone else. Is that what he can't handle? Is that the case? Bullshittery. There are people who rise by lifting others and there are people who push other people down to make it seem like they've risen. And that's what these people are. Rather than try to actually climb Rather than actually try to improve, rather than actually try to find their own happiness, they would rather just shove everybody else down just a little bit so they can stay right where they are and make it feel like they're higher up. What a lazy bullshit way to live.
I'm sorry, but this this pisses me off real bad. <laughs> Weaponizing children is a bullshit ass con one move, period. Doing it for this long and using adult children this way and using it to suppress the happiness of your ex is just exponentially amplified bullshit. All right, update time. Ready? Here we go. Here's the update. I realized I am okay letting them go. I can't do it anymore. I sent a text that it's up to them if they go or not. If they do go, I hope to fix this relationship. If not, I'm just done. I can't keep playing this game. It's for everything. Anytime I have something good, his feelings have to come first. I can't do that anymore. It hurts too much. I could tell them everything he has done, but I don't feel like blowing up their image of him. Hold up. Why? 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 Why don't you feel like blowing up their image of him? Clearly, their image of him is the thing that has the relationship with you and them teetering on the on the brink of, of nothing. What do you have to lose by telling them the truth? Update two: someone private messaging me convinced me to lay it all out for them. So I said F- it and sent every single thing, including this post. Yes, yes, it's time. She's unleashed everything. (laughs) Well, I got my response. They called me a liar. (sighs) Even with showing old screenshots that were in our divorce case. I think it's over. Thanks to everyone that tried to help. I think I knew this was a no-win situation. No, it was a win situation. And here's the deal. (sighs) She let the brainwashing go on for too long. But here's the equation, I think. She let the, the... Candy Thunder Dusty's on an emotional roller coaster with this one. I am high highs and low lows, right? I think this is the equation here. You can't look at a situation where someone has been brainwashed for a long amount of time. And then, and let's say this is the amount of time that they've been brainwashed for. Okay. And then here is the one moment that she stood her ground and tried to make it right. And she's like, oh, well, I tried. I think you're going to have to try for an equal amount of time to undo the brainwashing that's happened because it's been so strong for so long and you've let it happen for so long. This isn't at this point as much about what he's done. It's about undoing what he's done. And it's about what you're willing to do to still have a relationship with your children. And yes, it sucks, but you didn't tell them the truth sooner. You let it linger so that 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 seed is planted Deeply, the roots that he has for this manipulation are sown so deep that it is going to take time. Don't give up. Do not. I, I whatever. But in your shoes, I would play the long game here and be like, look, it's going to suck for a while. It's going to suck for a while and they're going to choose not to be at my wedding and we're going to have we're going to have some damage here for a while. We're not going to have a good relationship for a while, but eventually they're going to come around. And I'm not going to waver from the truth from this moment forward. It is 100 percent the truth. And like it or not, it is what it is. And eventually they'll come to terms with that. And eventually your relationship will get better for that. Don't give up on them. I think the truth is a beacon here and you just have to stay strong with that. It would have been much better if you did that from the very beginning instead of letting them get hoodwinked this whole time. But you didn't. So now you have that kind of detriment to deal with. Now it's going to be harder because of that choice. You can't protect your kids from everything, especially as adult kids. There are some lessons that you just have to let them learn the hard way. And I think this is one of them. You have your truth. They will figure it out. I forget what even the freaking initial question here it was. Am I the astronaut for telling my kids that if they don't go to my wedding, I will not be attending their wedding? No, uh, you're not the asshole for that. 
because I feel like that was the play that you had at the time. I feel like this was the beginning of planting your flag. I wish it would have happened much sooner, like years and years and years and years and years ago. But you finally did it. Uh, But now at this point, I think it is a um, I would just encourage you to not give up on them. Yes, this battle is going to sting and it's going to feel like a loss. But but play the long game here because you have the truth. And eventually they're going to see that. And and when they do, I think it is just it's going to be a, a, a matter of do they feel welcome to reach out to you and be like, I'm so sorry. Do they feel welcome to rekindle a relationship with you? Do, do they feel like there's fertile ground there for a fresh start? Or do they feel like they've been shut out of your life forever because of the bullshit that they bought into? And I would just hope that there's an open door if and when that time comes, when they realized how bad they and it's it's simply a I have the truth when you're ready to accept that I'll be here. If you can't handle seeing me be happy, tell him to quit looking. The truth will set you flee for flee. Words are free. I said the truth will set you flee. That's where I'm at in life right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get that as a T-shirt. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one is titled, Am I the Asknot for Sending My Future Sister-in-Law to My Future Mother-in-Law's Place After She Refused to Pay for the Wedding Cake Samples She and Her Friends Ate? Okay, trying to, trying to get it straight in my head. All right, let's figure it out. I, 27 female, and my fiance, Leo, 27 male, decided to let my FSIL, what is it? Oh, future sister-in-law. God. There's too many acronyms in Reddit stories. I can't keep them all straight. Words are hard enough as it is, okay? I need a key over here of all the acronyms that are used in Reddit stories. (laughs) The F for future. That's the one that throws me off. Dear God. I, 27 female, and my fiance, Leo, 27 male, decided to let my future sister-in-law, Maya, 32 female, stay at our house because she needed space from her husband due to some relationship struggles they're having. Leo and I have gotten wedding cake samples from an expensive bakery specializing in wedding cakes. We planned to test them along with Maya after we finished up some other wedding plans yesterday. However... When I came home from work to see Leo yelling at Maya, the box the samples came in was wide open on the living room table, and Maya was arguing with him. Oh no, I know where this is going. Let's go to red alert mode. We gotta get there. I asked what was happening, and Leo angrily told me that while we were both at work, Maya had some friends over, and they ended up eating almost all of our cake samples. You done did it. You you done it. You done. I'd like to say that No cake was harmed in this story, but it's just not true. Here sat this glorious wedding cake sample, ready to be tested by a bride and groom, ready for its audition for the big day, ready to show the world what it could do. And yet, all it got was a group of of wine-drunken girls giggling about how they had stumbled upon the the holy grail of cake and they just gobbled it up without a care in the world, without a plan of using it at a wedding, without, without a singular respect for its real intention in life. This cake was sad as it was eaten. It wept. And we, we wept for it. Uh, um... <laughs> Sorry, Candy Thunder. I know that was a moment. Uh, okay. I just felt like I felt like I had to just, you know, just take on the role of the cake for just a second. 
I was shocked and asked Maya why the hell she would do something like that. Maya said that she needed to pick me up from what she was going through with her husband and invited her friends over to comfort her, which turned into them eating cake samples after one of her friends noticed the box on our kitchen counter. I'm, I'm going to try to get through the end of the story before I lose my shit. My shock turned into anger, and Maya tried to defend herself by saying it was just cake. Ooh! <laughs> it's just cake. Oh! Mm. And the cake, the remnants of what was once there, a beautiful, shiny, gorgeous piece of wedding cake prospect, only crumbs now, heard these words, it's just cake, and it whipped once more. I told her that if it was just cake, then she should have no problem replacing it. Maya refused because the price was way too expensive for something taste that tasted that shitty anyway. And now, what was left of the cake hoped that the bit that she had ingested would somehow give her the runs. Leo backed me up on having Maya pay to replace it, and we argued until I said that if Maya can't cough up the money, then she'll just stay at my future mother-in-law's house because there's no way I was having someone so disrespectful in my house. Maya thought I was bluffing until Leo repeated my sentiment and went to go pack her things in a huff. When she came back out, I handed her some cash for gas and told her to get the hell out. Presumably, after Maya got to her mom's house, my future mother-in-law called me to scold me about kicking Maya out and that I was cruel to do that to her in her time of need. Also, my future mother-in-law was also irritated that I sent Maya her way since she had let Maya into the liquor cabinet and ended up drinking some expensive whiskey that belonged to my future father-in-law, so now they're arguing about it. Oh! Oh, oh, oh! Okay, okay, future mother-in-law. It's not, it's not anything about her thinking that what you did is wrong. It's that she doesn't want to have to deal with the same shit that you had to deal with. But her version of it is booze. And your version of it was cake. So, Maya's a mooch that only likes the expensive shit. Is that like a bougie mooch? Let's define that right now. What would you call a bougie mooch? Someone who only takes the fancy shit. There's got to be something specific in their time of need. Yeah, no, nothing about future mother-in-law's words gave a shit about Maya's time of need. It was selfishly driven. It was, please don't send her my way. Boochie. She's a booch. Yes, she's boochie and a booch. I like it, which kind of also works bitch into there. I love it. A booch. It's it. Yeah, future mother-in-law didn't give a shit about what Maya was going through. She just doesn't want to have to deal with it. And you see a lot of this in stories where people get pissed off because someone kicks them out. But but it's not has nothing to do with the fact that they kick them out. It's that they don't want to have to be the one that takes them in. In this case, future mother-in-law, she's the only one who called because Maya was coming her direction. And then immediately on the heels of saying you shouldn't have done that. Oh, and by the way, now she's in my liquor cabinet and she's taking she's taking my husband's expensive liquor. Why does she only drink single malt scotch? She's not going to pay to replace that either. No shit. Maybe you should follow my lead, future mother-in-law. Kick her out. I don't even... What was the what was the question here? Am I the astronaut for sending my future sister-in-law to my future mother-in-law's place after she refused to pay for the wedding cake samples she and her friends ate slash stole slash couldn't give a shit about said slash also called just cake slash also said tasted like shit slash also said 
she had no intention of repaying it because it was too expensive. And that was before they even told her how much it costs. So she knew whenever they took that first bite that it was expensive shit and didn't care. No, you are not the asshole at all at all. And I love, I love that your fiance was right there with you, right there with you, backed up everything you said, went and packed up her shit. I love it. Now that's the kind of signal that's like, yeah, that's my partner for life right there. That is flipping awesome. (laughs) The booch. Yes. The booch is definitely an ask on one. She, not only is she an ask on one, but she just done pissed me off. Everything she said. And poor Mr. Cake Crumbs here will never know if he could have swayed that bride and groom into choosing his specific taste. He'll never know. He might as well have just been thrown in the toilet. It was eaten by a bunch of booches. It's just not right. Hey, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one is titled, Am I the Asconaut for Refusing to Share My Engagement Party with My Non-Engaged Sister? What would you call that party, then? It's a engagement-ish party? I just got engaged to my partner of four years, and my parents said that they would throw us an engagement party. They're paying for everything, but I want to make it a shared engagement party for both me and my sister. I have a slight problem with this because my sister isn't actually engaged. Hold up. So OP is wanting to make it a shared engagement party. Okay. She has been dating her boyfriend for 12 years, and he gave her a promise ring shortly after my engagement. We're all in our late 20s, early 30s, so pretty much everyone except for my sister and our parents thinks that this is kind of childish and ridiculous. I've had many conversations with my sister over the years that have boiled down to, look, if he wanted to marry you, he would. But she has stayed with him and held out hope. And I suppose she took the promise ring as a close enough kind of gesture because she is treating it exactly like an engagement ring. My fiance reached out to her boyfriend because he was equally confused and said, uh, are you guys engaged? And he outright said that they weren't. Nonetheless, my sister is showing the ring to everyone and even putting together a wedding planning binder. I feel bad for her. I really do. But she's also a grown woman, and I don't feel like I should have to enable this farce. I've been dealing with, don't forget about sister, make sure sister is included, my whole life. And I was really hoping that my engagement, if nothing else, would actually be my own. I'd rather just not have an engagement party at all than play along with this weird fantasy. My fiance would rather have a weird party than no party, and my parents are scolding me for being so selfish to want to exclude my sister. Okay, so Opie doesn't want her sister there because her sister isn't actually engaged. Uh, I didn't know adults did promise rings. I thought that was like a very young couple kind of thing. But I haven't heard the words promise ring in a very, very, very long time. To be fair, Beyonce only said if you like it, then you better put a ring on it. She never specified what kind of ring we were talking about, did she? Next time, Beyonce, could you be more specific? Uh, Your fiancé needs to ask her sort of betrothed. I don't even know what to call him. Her promised. Her promised one. That's what we'll call him moving forward. He's the promised one. You were meant to bring balance to the force, Anakin. Uh... Maybe that needs to be the play. Maybe your maybe your fiance needs to reach out to him. Be like, so is it that you have something against marriage or were you just trying to shut her up? I mean, be blunt about it because it is going to affect your 
your event here. I, I don't think people have parties to to celebrate promise rings. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think this was a shut up ring. I think that's it. But she's taking it like she's running with it 100. percent And I think somebody's got to clarify and be like, yo, are y'all engaged? But you've got to ask him in front of her or send her the screenshot where he said no. And maybe that will clarify things better yet. Here we go. Your parents are paying for the party. They're the ones pressuring you to include her, right? Send them the screenshot of where he said no. Problem solved. Problem solved. Those are the only people that you have to convince here because they're the one footing the bill for everything, right? They're the ones pressuring you to include her. And if you want them, I feel like the people footing the bill for this kind of thing should have some say, should have some vote here. And they're going to be the ones that ultimately could be like, she's going to be there, like it or not, unless you can prove to them that they are not actually engaged. Send them the screenshot. That's it. Or, yeah, or talk about it in front of her. I mean, that, that could be done, too. But I think problem one, problem one, getting getting out of having to have her at this party is a parent thing. Just show them the screenshot that should release you from it. If not, step two is having a conversation in front of sis about it and getting him to say what he said to your fiance in front of her so that she really realizes that this isn't what she thinks it is. This poor girl, this poor, but, but she, he told her it was a promise ring. She's just got these delusions of grandeur at this moment and is running with it. So I don't know. Yeah, it is sad. Uh, I do feel bad for her, but no, you are, you are not the asshole here. OP. Um, I believe we've already said that, but just in case you are not the asshole for refusing to share your engagement party with your non-engaged sister. Um, I think this is one of those things where parents are, even though that they know this is a promise ring, they have fallen into the act that your sister is pushing forward in this narrative that it might as well be the same thing. But her boyfriend, non-betrothed, says that it's not. And his voice has to come into here to their ears at some point here sucks for everybody uh there's no win here she's going to end up really pissed off at you either way so just accept that but unless you want a really cringy engagement party uh with with the adult equivalent of a high school couple that just decided they're going to stay together um then you got to do it you got to do it and her narrative is like she's getting at the wedding planning book she pulled out the monica binder she's like it's go time and he's like no it's not But I don't think the parents have heard that yet, because if they had heard that, they would have already known that. And then OP's fiance wouldn't have had to reach out and ask for clarification. But he did, which means they don't know. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one actually comes from Petty Revenge and is titled, Wife's Grandmother Feels I'm Beneath Their Family, Takes a Dig at My Mother in Front of Thanksgiving Guests. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. This all happened about 40 years ago. Okay. My wife's family came from old money. They didn't have much left of it, but they were still high up in social circles. Due to all the complications of her family, she and I decided to elope, her idea, and because of that, she avoided telling her grandmother for about two months. I tried, but no amount of charm on my part could win her grandmother over. At Thanksgiving, she asked my wife to come over and help her get the house in order for Thanksgiving dinner. My wife and I were still newlyweds, so naturally, I wanted to come with. Her grandmother came downstairs, all smiles, with a pleasant disposition and a song in her voice, and then she saw me. What's he doing here? I tried to intervene and soften the blow. 
but Ms. Thomas, I just wanted to come at, as well so I could pitch in, and that way I could help you get done faster. She accepted it as my reasoning, but she definitely wasn't happy, so she kept taking little digs at me the whole time, something she always did whenever my wife took me along with her. The next day, just seconds before dinner started, my new mother-in-law, who had known the truth for weeks but had kept silent at my wife's request, took it upon herself to finally tell the grandmother that my ex and I were actually married. She did us a favor, really. I was personally tired of all the deception. I can't stand lying or liars. The grandmother was clearly shocked, but she had to put on a good face because there was company present. My mother-in-law wasn't so dumb after all. So while she was pretending to be gracious, I could still tell that it was killing her, and old habits die hard. Eventually, I overheard half a conversation with one of the guests at the other end of the table. She made sure to say it just loud enough so that I could hear. I just can't believe his mother hasn't reached out to welcome my granddaughter into their family. But of course, I had always hoped my granddaughter would one day marry someone of a better class. So I suppose that's to be expected. Oh, no, you didn't. I can tolerate someone taking a dig at me. It's nothing off my back. But taking a shot at my mother with some complete stranger. Plus, you haven't exactly welcomed me into your family yet either. And you've had over two hours to do so, I silently thought to myself. So upon hearing that, I stood up and walked right past her and out of the back door. As the door was closing behind me, I heard the mock shock in her voice. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? About 10 minutes later, my wife caught up to me in her car as I was walking back to our apartment. It was five miles, so yeah, I was being a bit stupid at that point, letting her get at me, but I was mad, damn it. That old woman totally knew exactly what she did, and it was no slip of the tongue either. It was obvious to everyone that she had intended to hurt me. Plus, I saw that little smirk on her face as I walked past her. It was intentional. She was trying to make me leave, and I did, so she totally thought that she had won. But... I already knew how I was going to get her back, and I was going to use her own words to get my revenge. Part of the reason she didn't like me was the fact that I was military. Even worse, I was enlisted. Military officers were fine, of course, but an enlisted man? Why, I never. But there was one thing about being in the military that I could use to get back at her. You see, she really loved and actually demanded that her granddaughter come over at Christmas. It was a big to-do every single year, the biggest, especially among all of her social friends. That's what gave me the idea of how I could not only ruin that for her, but also use her own Thanksgiving dig at me to do it. You see, military personnel can oftentimes take vacation at the drop of a hat. I had over 50 days worth of leave available to me, so I requested and was approved to take three weeks worth of it. That way, I made sure that my wife would be with me out of state for Christmas and New Year's, you know, so my mother could properly, and more importantly, personally, welcome my wife into our family. It practically killed the old bat. It was sweet, delicious revenge. She was so mad and so loud on the phone, practically screaming, that I didn't even have to listen in on the other line when my wife called her. I could overhear everything she said on the phone that my wife was using. You're where? But what about Christmas? I have guests and family coming and I've already promised everyone that she will be here. I need you here. You're supposed to be here with me. Yeah, well, perhaps you should have thought of that before trash-talking my mama right in front of me. But... What do I know? I'm from such a low class of people. We had a great time. It was one of the best family Christmases ever. An epic one for the books. For my family, at least. How the turntables. I freaking love it. There's not much that I need to say about this at all. She, uh, the salty old bird did this to herself by being a salty old bird. 
Oh, look, you've gifted me with the, with the consequences of my very own actions. I have tasted my own medicine and it is bitter. Patty confetti for Opie. Love it. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one is from Petty Revenge and is titled Petty Revenge Holiday Style. Oh yeah. This happened several years ago, but as it is approaching the holidays, I thought I'd share in case anyone wanted to take a leaf from my playbook. My sister-in-law B and I got on fine, but her sister L is a two-faced skank. We live in a small community, so everyone knows everyone. Elle made a lot of trouble for me, pretending to be my friend, initiating conversations about our families. We'd all had fairly privileged but difficult childhoods. And then going to B and my brother to insinuate that I'd been the only one shit-talking both of our families. It caused a lot of issues between me and my brother, and our mom had to play peacekeeper. Tricky times. So fast forward a few years, yes, I do not forget a slight. My brother and B have two lovely kids. L has moved in with a rich guy, and they've bought a big house outside of town. It is their first Christmas in their new home, and they are keen to make an impression by hosting Christmas lunch. Of course, my boyfriend and I are not invited, but my brother, B, their boys, and our mom are all going. The invite was for everyone arriving at 1 p.m. with dinner to start promptly at 2 p.m. I knew she'd be going to a lot of trouble and spending a lot of money. I texted my brother and our mom and said that my boyfriend and I would really love to see everyone on Christmas, and as they were going to Elle's for lunch, would they like to pop by ours for a light Christmas breakfast on the way over, and we could open gifts, etc. They both said that would be a great plan, and my plan rolled into action. My boyfriend and I love cooking, and food is something we are good at. So we rolled out a no-effort-spared gastronomic assault of waffles, pancakes, fruit salad, pastries, and French toast with bacon washed down by fresh ground milky coffee and fresh-squeezed orange juice. The kids went absolutely ballistic and tore into everything like wild animals, and even though my brother B and our mom tried to be restrained, they couldn't help themselves and polished off a lot of the food. My mom phoned me the next day and told me that L had gone to a lot of trouble for the lunch and the food looked delicious, but because my boyfriend and I had been so naughty in the morning, she was laughing, nobody had much of an appetite. Apparently, there was quite a lot of food left over. I still smile at the thought of everyone pushing their lunches around her expensive plates all afternoon. Petty confetti for that one. Petty confetti for that one. Yes, it is fantastic. And so clandestine like so under the radar so innocent it's such an innocent thing to do it's like what they just all we did was serve breakfast they didn't have to eat you know they knew they were going to another thing it's 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 on them to you know decide how much they eat but it was all so damn good they couldn't help themselves (laughs) i think this is something we all need to keep inside of our playbooks here right take the note This is, uh, yes, that was war with food, and I'm here for it. You know what? Look, if you go into war with someone else, else means that I get to have, like, a ginormous brekkie, a brekkie spread. You you do battle all you want, baby. Do battle all you want. Candy Thunder, we got to find some people to get mad at so we can make a breakfast like this. It's freaking fantastic.
Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content. And if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the astronauts today. Thanks again.